listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yeah, Jesus Christ superstar. Bitch, I'm going super hard. I got angels on my team. They give me wings and superpowers. My bed look like ooh la la. I need your love super size. I took off my suit and tie. I'm really out here kumbaya. I believe in things that you and I, but dreams getting crucified. I'm just making you alive. Hey, butterfly, you can fly. They chilling like a hookah lounge. I'm killing shit. I'm super tired. Working, working, working overtime. I don't even go outside. Baby, don't make me sing. I need a change of scene. I see the change in me. Can't do complacency. I'm trying to chase these dreams while they wait for me. Money gonna make me bleed. Money gonna make me bleed. Make my blood come green. I really hate this scene. I need a laser beam. Beam me up, Scotty High Beam. I need a good night, please. Sleep like good night, Mish. And I don't want to have no dreams. I just want to count some sheep. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. I just want to bop. We are live on a Monday. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Monday, Monday, Monday. Um, ready to do some podcasting, guys. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Search the Black Guy Who Tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport football and bullet ball extreme and keep in mind make them five star reviews nice okay they ain't nice when you read them we talk to y'all nice you talk to us nice it's a great symbiotic relationship right we appreciate all the people that take the time out to do that you can also email the show the black guy who tips at gmail.com you can vote in our polls on our website the black guy who tips.com leave comments there you can uh follow us on social media i'm Ryder miss prime i'm say dad again dad is in dat and our show twitter is tbgwt and we are the black guy who tips on instagram we are the black guy who tips on facebook i mean we don't go on google plus anymore but because mm, it's dead i think if it yeah. ain't it's about to die we used to be over there too we used to be number one um anyway <laughs> um and yeah it's uh it's uh, a monday so um we are sponsored today uh we are sponsored by a very sexy sponsor um sexy sexy mm-hmm, i don't even know what to play uh how about this Adam and Eve is looking out for y'all coming up this holiday season. They don't want that turkey to be the only thing based in, in some juices. <laughs> Adam and Eve is determined to help you spice things up in the bedroom, and they are backing up that promise. Check this out. Go to adamandeve.com, and you'll get 50% off of just about any item. That is a good deal. All you got to do is put in code TBGWT at checkout. But that's not all, guys. That should be enough honestly but they also want to hook you up with the big o kit which includes a uh tiny mini vibrator that goes right where you need all the vibrations if you know what i'm saying if you know what i mean <laughs> and some climax gel who doesn't like climaxing um all you have to do is go to adamandeve.com pick out one item put in code tbgwt oh also they give you free shipping because damn why not so you get free shipping all this shit um 50 off you can pick out lingerie a new a dirty movie 
uh a red dress and some high heels i don't know come on what you want to put on okay come on condoms have safe sex right we promote safe sex here uh so yeah get that climax gel that mini vibrator and the big okay get that free shipping get half off of any item adam and eve dot com code tbgwt when you go to check out after all this time slip on your night in our bedroom first i want to take some time i just want to look at you girl you are so all right fun yes johnny <laughs> that right there my jam my my list continues to be 100 percent. come on before i even that that shit was 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 popping before i even knew how to wear the red dress right mm-hmm. um and walking the hills shit still can't walk in heels but stick but no <laughs> <laughs> you get a hot two minutes <laughs> uh all right let's get into the show let's see what's coming up oh wait i'm sorry did you get cut off what was you gonna say oh i was gonna say i like these new pop filter things you got on here whatever these things is yeah they they are pop filters they okay. go around condenser mics i'm glad you like them i like them i walked in the room like ooh, something new well you know i don't just sit around all day i figure out things to do this question you have the answer so tell me what I want to know do you want to funk do you want to funk won't you tell me now won't you tell me now if you want to funk let me show you how do you want to funk with me I figured out what was wrong with my computer yesterday uh for some reason firefox does not like the links to intomore.com when i put them through um through uh my pocket thing so i'm gonna have to go into chrome and look at them but that means we can get some finally finally <laughs> the mystery has been solved it's worth it for some good lgbtq news okay wilton manners elects florida's first all lgbtq city council the second in the u.s that's what i'm talking about a hamlet which describes itself as america's second gayest city became the first in florida to elect an all lgbtq city council on tuesday who number one um the first gayest city i i don't know san francisco okay i'm about to say they say the number two the gays by the bays is that what they call san francisco <laughs> I, I, can't, I don't know i, I thought I, I can't i don't know don't give me the line 
for the first time in this history all four members of wilton manor city commission are queer or transgender paul rowley and gary resnick won the two open seats on the four person government body beating scott newman in a three-way race newton uh oh, scott newton i'm sorry newton who was campaigning for re-election was the last heterosexual city commissioner uh julie carson and tom green who were already seated on the commission were not up for re-election and will retain their seats the all lgbtq body will be joined by justin flippin the city's newest gay mayor flipper the for flipping the former vice mayor and city commissioner effectively traded spots with resnick the outgoing mayor was elected in 2008 holding the office for 10 years before seeking a spot on the commission Raleigh called the election a turning point for the future of wilton manors on his campaign website but in a statement flipping said the fort lauderdale suburb has always been a progressive leader i owe so much of who i am to the allen city the major the mayor-elect claimed from my childhood and formative years to the local businesses i have relied upon since owning my first car to the supportive community that provided me a safe environment to be who i am to serving on civic and city boards and being elected twice to the city commission well all right wilton manners has long been a safe haven for lgbtq community in a politically divided state uh, according to a 2010 u.s census the central florida city has the second highest concentration of queer and trans uh residents in the country besides uh behind only provincetown massachusetts so maybe that's the gayest city i guess they number one is is that where that it's a, it's actually a city called boys town is there is that where is that a city called boys town uh-huh boys town massachusetts i think really mm-hmm. i i had not heard that before I feel like you might have just went rogue and I, I, have I, you fact checked this? I'm, I'm, I'm not. There, there is a city called Boys Okay, Town. I'm just, like, all right. Yeah, I, I know that for a fact. The first time I seen it, I was like, ooh. I just want to make sure it's not. But it's gay? Or it's oh, just I called, don't know if it's gay, but it's called oh, Boys Town. Okay. So my assumption is that the city was gay. Uh, what? <laughs> why, why are you doing this during this segment? Why? Are you, that's not even remotely true. That... that <laughs> So well, that was my hope. My hope is that they was like, you know what? Let's do you name think nigger niggerhead has nothing but black people living there? Is that how you think that works? No. Also, Boys Town that would just be gay men if you if you're doing it that way. With all the other people in the LGBTQ community. Oh, they could join. They didn't call it lesbian town or I would love that name. Oceanside or whatever it was. Girls Town. I, I would love a city called. You know what? This is. <laughs> neil rafferty makes history as the first gay man elected to alabama legislature neil rafferty won the seat for alabama's house district 54 in the landslide earning 90 percent of the vote shit he will now succeed patricia todd the state's first openly lesbian legislator legislator he's just the second lgbtq state lawmaker in alabama history he took a giant leap toward, uh, toward history on Tuesday by winning the Democratic runoffs for Alabama's House District 54 in the landslide. With 100% of districts reporting, Rafferty earned more than two-thirds of all ballots cast in the election, uh, finishing with 67.1%. Uh, Jacqueline Gray, a professor a jur- and journalist, trailed far behind her opponent, tallying 32.9% of overall votes. Yeah, let, let people know, man. It's one of those things where people are tired. People are just tired. It was like, you know what? we tired of y'all running shit we're gonna get up and, and get these positions and run shit too now they they previously faced off in june primaries which rafferty won by 20 points his win however was not decisive enough at the time to prevent a runoff race either candidate's victory would have been a groundbreaking first for house district 54 if elected gray the woman who lost would have been the first black woman to hold the seat which has been occupied by openly lesbian state representative patricia todd since 2006 
meanwhile rafferty will be the first gay man to contend for house district 54 as well as one of just a few gay men to win a major party nomination in the state um yeah dope everybody running for these races and breaking records and you know like it's one of those things where uh gay people and black women are actually like hey we tired of y'all bullshit we tired of y'all talking about us and act like we don't exist and act like we don't care yeah four states are poised to ban anti-gay conversion conversion therapy in 2019 after a democratic blue wave at least four states are positioned to ban conversion therapy following the blue wave in tuesday's midterms three of them colorado maine and new york now boast democratic trifectas after liberals made historic gains in municipalities across the united states colorado and new york both flipped their state senates which had proven major obstacles to passing legislation outlawing the discredited the discredited gay culture treat uh, gay cure treatment this is why you can't listen to these people that told you not to vote and told you it was okay if you didn't feel like voting as long as you were black bullshit because shit like this matters bullshit because these are the kind of initiatives that happen because there was a blue wave don't let anybody tell you any different um they're still fighting for seats and fighting for votes right now don't give up you know when the runoffs come it's time to vote again there's no such thing as your vote doesn't matter especially if you're black especially if you're liberal especially if you're young especially if you're a woman these these are votes they don't want to see used because they know which way you're probably leaning so when people try to uninspire you and tell you that it's all right to just sit the shit out they're they're fucking lying to you they don't really care about your well-being and they say they care about other people but their actions show they don't their words show they don't get out there and vote because this shit matters this is the kind of stuff we need to get taken off of the books out of the laws we don't want gay conversion therapy which is basically legalized abuse and torture come on nah. no state should have this it's a human rights of abuse and just saying that you don't like it is not good enough you have to put people in places in power that can take the shit and get rid of it so um yeah uh colorado and new york both flipped their senate their state senates which has proven major obstacles to passing legislation not long discredited gay care treatment although new york technically held a democratic majority in the upper house of his legislature already a group of rogue liberals broke with the party to caucus with the republicans democrats needed to win just one additional seat to neutralize that coalition next year the democratic lawmakers will control at least 35 of the 63 seats in the new york senate yeah because see they have some democrats and shit that'll be in these fucking like rural areas Mm -hmm. and they're really just running against another republican so they're just like i don't i can't run as a republican because i won't beat that person what i can do is run as a democrat and i'll beat them but i have to still stay conservative well this blue wave is proving that to be false for a lot of people a lot of candidates that ran now are much more progressive than the counterparts who ran before them correct and that's why they need votes this year like this is not like other years it's not this is not bullshit like you people that have claimed to want progressive ground roots run organizations and politicians have shown how full of shit and how uneducated they are on on different matters because they don't even research anything they're just like fuck it fuck everybody i I need i need my retweets well look this is something where uh you are making you are making history you're changing the status quo in a way that you know if if, effectively if people stay committed and stay um involved it won't have to change back but it's only if people stay committed and stay involved right and yeah this might not affect you directly i don't know how many young mostly young children um 
probably mostly men are put into these situations mostly boys and, and men or whatever i don't know but it should be zero and i think we should all be able to agree that you should not be able to send somebody to this it's fucked up so yeah this this was important this was on the ballot it was important to vote for um all right let's see what else we got here um let me check the next one um oh more lgbtq people voted in the midterms this week than ever before in history wonderful i'm so glad man every time i read one of these articles the more young people voted like uh more lgbtq people voted of course black people turn out like we always do like i fucking love these articles because it's really showing people are not getting lost in the riffraff and the complacency and the apathy and you know the general like nihilism that people are trying to have like just fuck them we don't need those people they're not gonna help anybody anyway but themselves so let's just fucking move on without them and i i love to see that people are like they see their rights are on the line and they're like let's get involved you know and and i think trump is as fucked up as he is has been a huge uh motivator for people that felt kind of safe because there's probably a lot of white people who are lgbtq that felt like well he's a racist but you know do i know that he's really a bigot against lgbtq people do i know that those are his policies he didn't talk about it really when he was campaigning right you have reasons to suspect that you will be untouched but that's how the coalition gets built on the democratic side on the progressive side the coalition only comes together because a bunch of people end up having individual gripes and being like we need to unite because they're coming for my rights that means they're coming for your rights um that's normally how it goes right you know um yeah lgbtq americans overwhelmingly voted for the democratic ticket with 82 percent identifying themselves as democrats uh according to exit polls uh they made up six percent queer and trans people made up six percent of all voters this year it may not seem like much but that's up from the previous record of four percent that's good and and the thing about uh trump is that he wouldn't shut the fuck up and because he wouldn't shut the fuck up he just made it he just made he just drew people's attention that they was like hey you might need to start paying to this attention to him because he's talking about you now like he just kept talking until he just actually just shot everybody in the room and everybody was like hey you shot me so now i care um so it's unclear whether the higher percentage of lgbtq voters are is due to higher engagement likely a response to the trump administration as gates mentioned or due to the fact that a record number of young people identifies lgbtq that's the other thing as people start being more able to self-identify being less in the closet being more open um having more tools to identify as more qualifiers more labels more titles you have people that are being like yes i i am on this spectrum somewhere and uh so it could just be that people are also identifying more but with um young voters voting at a higher percentage now uh this last election like i feel like it's all it's a combination of both uh yeah um a voters 18 to 44 made up 35 percent of the voting population voters tended to lean more to the left as they got younger while 58 percent of those aged 30 and 50 to 50, 30 to 44 reported voting democrat a larger percentage 67 percent of young voters aged 18 to 29 cast their ballots in the blue wave um yep uh gates also added that young women are more likely to identify on the lgbtq spectrum yeah because it's an exit poll so it's still kind of like you're asking people who leave and 
they may not feel comfortable outing themselves to you for your poll so right and if it was anonymous you might have got a true answer yeah these numbers still might be kind of low correct even with all that um all right any other let me see that any i hadn't uh covered oh okay here's one hold on give me one second to put it in here um new hampshire's first openly gay congressman says it's time to pass the equality act i don't want to believe that this is as good as it gets it was a few weeks before election day and chris poppers was running a close race against republican eddie edwards for new hampshire's first congressional district the differences between the two couldn't have been more acute edwards was endorsed by donald trump and campaigned with the president's lawyer rudy giuliani in the final days of the race Papa's meanwhile campaigned on a message that is antithetical to the culture of division he believes trump has furthered in washington dc he wants to fix what he calls a broken system by making it kinder more empathetic and more willing to work with other people with the other side uh it's disturbing that we have taken so many important steps forward and yet we've been taking some in the opposite direction the past year and a half papa said we can't let the president disrupt our ability to be able to stand up and make sure that everyone has a voice and to make sure that people are respected under the law i'm just really dismayed that we're at the point right now where uh after coming so far we're now having a fight to hang on to the progress that we have made he added um so yeah i I mean dope um that on election night he didn't emphasize the significance of his victory to lgbtq people in a speech uh delivered to supporters new hampshire's first openly gay congressman claimed his 8.5 uh point win over edwards illustrated that new hampshire voters are more calm more decent more tolerant than our political system will let you believe voters in new hampshire and all across the country are delivering a strong message when america is faced with a challenge we don't give up we don't give in to fear or anger we pers- we persevere um yeah i could see how some people would feel like i like he's almost like obama was with blackness because he's kind of he seems like one of those we can come together everybody let's let's not focus on where we're different mm-hmm. yeah his focus on bipartisanship led some to conclude Pappas was downplaying the sexuality and what's often referred to as new hampshire's swingiest swing district the state could itself be uh best described as blue-ish although new hampshire has voted for democrats in the past four presidential elections is one of the few four new england states with republican governors swingiest swing which means they go back and forth yeah like okay. like like north carolina where they call it purple it's not blue it's not red it just really depends on who's running correct uh although incumbent carol shea porter is a democrat president donald trump won the first congressional district by two points in 2016 the district has traded hands between house republicans and democrats four times in 12 years oh so he trying not to step on nobody's toes i'll see what this is like he just openly on some like hey so uh don't cancel me y'all uh yeah but i mean still a victory compared to i guess mm-hmm. the republican that would have been in office correct um all right let's move into some other news guys there's plenty of other things to get into and now that i figured out how to read those articles we can always come back for good news yeah one thing i not to get off the top one thing i do like about these pop filters i can see myself on the screen now and that circle not in my face yeah well i knew you would be happy about that yay this is what i do karen glad you be thinking about me Mhm. Glad you uh thinking about the show. <laughs> I am. This 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 it has something to do with the show. So I'm here reading articles for myself. Got it. <laughs> just looking over there in the mirror. All right. Because I'm fabulous. 
you are uh study says being too handsome can harm a man's career oh shit lies 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 finally all the hobosexuals have a reason Mm-mm. Mm-mm. i mean it makes sense to me uh now this is from pulse.ng what is this like a uh australian site ng what does that mean i don't believe none of this foolishness the struggle is apparently quite real for men who suffer from a certain predestined affliction being very handsome according to a study carried out in the u.s and the uk handsome men are more likely to be seen as a threat by their bosses and hence less likely to score equally powerful positions oh man that is the bane of my existence the victim but poor you i mean you guys just don't understand our struggle wow Wow. are you handsome shaming right now wow Wow. i can't believe you handsome shaming Mm -mm -mm. it's real y'all now everybody's experiencing just a little tiny piece of what we go through all the time live on the show discrimination wow that's really sad Mm-hmm. there no people out here just doing stuff like wow um this article does have pictures i'm not 100 percent sure these pictures feel uh inflammatory to me um because i my thing is whose standards are you going by are we going by white european standards are we going by brown people standards because the standards is different mm-hmm. i mean fine is fine to me mm-hmm. but uh you know i'm gonna tell you right now ain't nothing like a chocolate brother that's what they got pictures of in this article what i'm surprised so i don't know so does handsomeness erase racism Uh, no it's saying that handsomeness is why they can't get jobs maybe that's the problem black men are too handsome (laughs) and that's why we can't get these jobs if we wasn't so damn handsome we'd be working more jobs yeah the study involved researchers at university college long london's school of management and the university of maryland in the u.s carrying out four separate that'll make you slap somebody <laughs> carrying out four separate <laughs> experiments in four different offices according to the daily mail they found that men were hiring other men to work for them their decisions were negative negatively affected by the attractiveness of the candidate that'll make you slap somebody that sound like men jealous of other men um yeah they didn't say it was about women i don't know why women got so defensive around here in this podcast because nobody was saying it was their fault but Mm. some people just decided not to believe but apparently the root of the cause here is men are trash again yes they are maybe that's the problem maybe if you would have let somebody read the article we would have got to the part where it was men being trash nope no not read the article what's happening here how are we gonna finish the show (laughs) i mean you can read the article but it, it, it don't mean i was gonna wait till you finish though uh women perceive hotness shockingly did not perceive them for did not prevent them from being desirable additions to the boardroom because they so, women right so when they file, see a fine ass woman they can't wait to hire her because they see cause one she's not these, intimidating she they don't feel like she's gonna be aiming for their spot when they see a man with his hairline uh look a little too good they turn into that dude from uh from belly i, I don't know. like that shit i know <laughs> <laughs> they, they be out here you, you get that cut from supercut mm-hmm. oh these are the pictures of the dudes no this is just pictures of handsome people okay they appear to be black men i don't know why they picked these pictures i about to say now i, I, don't, I, I don't i don't know but i'm either. telling you maybe that's the problem that all these pictures are of handsome black men 
and yet who is the ones that can't get jobs so maybe we looking a little too good coming up in here doing these interviews with your natural hair and your beards and shit maybe that's why all the brothers that got jobs maybe they they not maybe they too they not fine enough all bald-headed your head shining blinding them folks hiring and shit managers are affected by stereotypes and make hiring decisions to serve their own self-interest so organizations may not get the most competent candidates said professor sun young lee uh lead researcher at the university of maryland and my thing is everybody has their preference but when you said fine i was expecting something a little different i said I, handsome okay i didn't say fine okay that's the difference okay my bad okay all right with more companies involving employees and recruitment processes this important point needs attention awareness that hiring is affected by potential work relationships and stereotyping tendencies can help organizations improve their selection processes they scared of that bbc i guess Oh, what they think men gonna go down and smack that dick on the table what's happening here i don't know it sounds like handsome handsome men this is just a problem out here and getting a regular job that explains why i got laid off twice now yeah. now i know you know so i you know and, and a lot of this is based off of men's definition of handsome right i mean i guess i, I they didn't say whose definition it was but okay i guess they decided handsome people don't get get jobs apparently it's a struggle then you wonder why we out here surfing couches okay what what, what did the sort of fine ones get the job but the handsome ones they were like we can't hire you they didn't say what happened they, when they do a t- study about fine men we can i'll revisit this please do as of right now they just say handsome man awesome fine men don't need jobs um apparently they don't people throw money in drawers at the fine man but the handsome ones you struggling they can make you slap somebody. <laughs> um, all right, let's see what what else we could talk about um, on this episode. It's off the rails already. <laughs> and I can't stay on the screen. I'm trying to get back. Uh, a judge lost re-election, so he set all the defendants free. Ah! Ah, yes! Fuck it fuck it you think you're gonna fire me and you know what this is why when you lose your job they don't let you go back upstairs when they call you downstairs and you talk to hr they're like no 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 we'll bring your shit back to you 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 can't go back in here yeah um this was like when i quit mcdonald's and i just walked out and the bus was on the lot like when i was 15 i was just like oh, my mom's here and i just went and got in the car and didn't clock out basically it's the same thing he just basically said if y'all don't want to if y'all will not let me be a judge and god damn it everybody going back on the streets <laughs> y'all have to recatch them fuck it y'all ain't getting credit for my hard work come on uh the day after judge glenn devlin of houston lost his re-election bid he released nearly all the juvenile defendants who appeared before him as long as they answered no when he asked them if they plan to kill anyone come on devlin one of 59 republican jurists in harris county who was replaced by democrats allegedly said this is obviously what the voters wanted when he released ah! when he released juveniles who had been charged with a wide range of crimes according to abc 10 it is not known how many juveniles were released but the number according to the outlet is at least seven four of whom face aggravated robbery charges judge devlin also rescheduled all of the cases to be heard during the first week of january which is when democrat natalia oaks will take the bench such a reaction appears to be intentional so he's basically trying to make more work for her right 
if i release you will you go out and murder anybody and so the judge said if the juvenile said no they were released public defender steve halper told ktrk tv about the hearing judge devlin would never normally ask that question of a juvenile this was unusual because they know how you do what you mean like the the lawyer has been before you and they know how you you know because people have camaraderie and it'll uh judge's personality they were like you probably don't ask a question like this like mm, something something up i mean it's obvious what he was doing i don't think it was even uh i don't think he was trying to be surreptitious about it i think he was being upfront. this is what y'all want y'all want to y'all want them all free yeah he basically was like i'm gonna put criminals on the street because in his mind he didn't think these were good kids or anything he just did this shit to be petty and make more work for his replacement i'm not sure that i can wrap my mind around what he's actually doing alex bundy harris county's chief public defender said there are many that question the judge's decision including district attorney kim og who said that releasing such defendants could endanger the public og added we oppose the wholesale release of violent defenders at any age uh according to the houston chronicle all three juvenile judges in the county will be replaced by democrats um here's the thing for me i'm okay with this i am too i think I we're no too problem. punitive um i wonder what the race of these kids were Brown. i wonder what the sentencing was uh based off of this and um if they just got to go to court and get retried anyway then yeah let the democratic judge retry them sounds like uh she was a black woman anyway so let's see what the new judge does maybe they will have some different sentencing guidelines then republicans who typically try to be harsh on crime and petty and vindictive also if this is the temperament of the judge who relayed the first sentences i don't trust this guy to be making uh to be doing shit on the matters of the public because this is irresponsible all right and how many people has he has he put in jail off the most simple of this shit right for years yep stole their childhood lawmakers propose social media hate speech checks before gun purchases who determines what hate speech is and there you have it i've seen facebook i see who gets kicked off yeah, what are we doing they'll kick everybody off they'll kick the no they won't but they'll kick they'll, but i just they'll kick the people that actually are against the 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 main group they won't kick the harassers they'll keep the people being harassed out yeah they uh we've seen what happens with this and when we let white people the majority decide what is it is not hate group uh hate speech it's not normally good for black people it's not normally good for black activists it's not normally good for lgbtq people because they like to treat everything as equal and opposite you say something like white people are tripping today they go flagging you for <laughs> you for know hate yeah for hate speech you say, trash. Right, you say white men uh um white men are crazy white men shooting up uh everything all of a sudden they they going hey you shouldn't have a gun meanwhile for white folks they got to say something to the language of like kill every black nigger piece of shit it, it, with my gun today at 8 30 at my job i will meet you outside my name is ron jones then they'll be like you know what mm-mm. that's so specific he had hate speech but if he yeah. would have took one word out he'd be free yeah like i said i don't even believe you half of that shit a lot of times they let you commit the crime before they come and get you yeah i mean that i've seen we've seen examples i mean what what do we have with with twitter that dude was sending bombs to people a woman said he was threatening me for 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 however long i reported him y'all sent me an email saying he didn't violate the terms of, of whatever right me terms of service meanwhile 
after he blew up some after he tried to blow up some shit y'all said hit her oh we made a mistake it should have been flagged well y'all be flagging other people for just the smallest shit come on men are trash flag you know man this these men are rapists flag like this this white man is racist white people are racist y'all flag yeah, a lot of times even our own language with each other we can go back and forth use nigger and all this shit and they'll flag and you be like what the fuck is this right so yeah i, I find it kind of uh i think it's a it's a bad idea i know they think yep. that they're doing a good idea i, I don't like this it's a bad idea mm-hmm. um i just want to disqualify more brown people from getting guns Mm-hmm. because we are the biggest demographic of people that's getting guns because we're like these fucking white people are, are we crazy. well black women being growing demographic oh okay they might be the fastest growing yes that's what yeah, i'm saying yeah, definitely not, not, the biggest. Not, not the biggest i didn't mean the biggest like the fastest growing as far as like more uh, more brown people are getting guns hmm. uh let's see i don't want to do another one i think i already did this oh man this story was just kind of crazy um so this woman pulled out some uh halloween decorations mm-hmm. and she found a letter from uh from a chinese labor camp um where someone had basically been a slave and they put the letter in there <gasps> so when she opened up the box of fake tombstones and found a note it seemed impossible at the moment that they would ever that her and this person that wrote the note would ever meet but of a few years ago as the evenings began getting colder blah blah blah. it's a very poetic article anyway this woman picked up a 29.99 um uh fake headstone like decoration box Mm -hmm. had fake skulls bones black spiders cloth drenched in imitation blood that kind of stuff then it gathered dust in the loft ever since because she just didn't use it that year or whatever right and uh her daughter told her she wanted a halloween thing fifth birthday party so julie 42 years old thought oh let me get this kid out and i'll go i'll we can use that right i already bought it why go buy another one she opened up the box in her uh living room a line paper a sheet of line paper fell out on a message a neatly hand handwritten in blue ink uh on it was a message neatly handwritten in blue ink julie's daughter picked it up and asked her to read it the english was broken and frequently misspelled but his meaning was clear enough sir it began first of all sexist throw it in the trash Let's try again should have said dear sir or madam or met person a human being hopefully animal possibly if you occasionally buy this product please kindly send this letter to the world human rights organization thousands uh people here who are under persecution of the chinese communist party government will thank and remember you forever julie reads on the note says that the graveyard kid has been produced in unit eight department two of mansangia labor camp in xinjiang china Shit. inmates there had to work for 15 hours a day seven days a week otherwise they would suffer Ooh. torture beat and rude remark nearly no payment uh 10 yuan a month uh 10 yuan is roughly equivalent to a dollar and 44 cents a month a month prisoners were detained on average for one to three years without a formal court sentence the note continues some of them belong to the spiritual movement falun gong uh they often suffer more punishment than others the note said there was no signature at the end it was kind of i was kind of in shock i just couldn't believe that something like that was here in front of me it seemed miraculous that this scrap of paper had traveled thousands of miles to her home in damascus near portland in the u.s state of oregon and then languished in her home for two years until 2012 she tried to imagine how desperate its author must have felt how much courage it must have taken to slip it in among the decorations 
um julia manager at the goodwill thrift store chain knew nothing at all about this person but it was obvious to her that she he or she desperately wanted to know the world to know what was happening messengia um so yeah they she ended up um contacting the human rights organizations um and she never received a reply Mm. she didn't give up she took the letter into work showed it to the company's pr manager who contacted the journalist for the oregonian a local newspaper the paper sent an intern to interview julie but for a couple of months there was silence then again just for christmas 2012 the story finally ran it was on the oregonian's first page and immediately julie's phone started ringing tv networks and newspapers from around the world were asking her to speak she found herself at the center of a major international story uh she was delighted at first but then she read the comments below the online news reports and it ain't gonna be good you never do that baby you never do that Mm-mm. many oh, people never read the comment never read the comment section many strongly criticized her by releasing the note in its full with his reference to the exact unit and department of labor camp in which the author was held she made a serious error these commenters said surely now the whistleblower will be identified by authorities and struggle out for extra punishment or singled out for extra punishment it crushed me julie says it felt like at this point i may have done the wrong thing i felt i felt terrible but i just kept referring back to the letter this is what the writer wanted he wanted me to publicize this the self-doubt kept nagging at julie however but then in the mid 2013 she was contacted at the new york times the author of the note slipped in among the halloween tune skull, skull, stones and skulls had been tracked down and he had a message for her. Hmm. five years later soon yi looked out of a window into the darkness as he ate his meager dinner at Masanjia prison camp and saw a group of people moving through the gloom outside he couldn't see well but they appeared to be carrying human skulls and thigh bones he was horrified he only recently been sentenced but already had heard rumors of how some fellow inmates have been tortured to death this appeared to be confirmation uh confirmation another inmate told him the group he'd seen were known as the eighth team and they worked on what was called the ghost job um not long after a guard called out his name he was taken to a building sent to a room on the fourth floor he realized he'd been assigned to the eighth team the very last thing he wanted to happen when he entered the room he saw a little like tombstone in front of him and he realized oh he's just gonna be putting together these these things ah. um man that's crazy um he uh he had been before his arrest he was an engineer for an oil and gas company his trolls again after a trans meeting with a chance meeting with a group of people exercising outdoors near his home called the falun gong a spiritual movement loosely based on taoism and buddhism and soon Yi joined up so then he got persecuted because china is uh, apparently a communist uh state and they don't fuck with that Mm-mm. they saw the movement as a potential threat because of the growing size um so they start they banned the movement and start arresting people calling it a cult and then threw this motherfucker in the work camp and if he hadn't sent that letter his ass would still be in there that's crazy how did he get free did you he wrote the letter i mean he wrote the letter but like so after he wrote the letter somebody came and got him out yes ah okay like that's that's insane like that much of a coincidence you know how many people would have thrown that shit away and not thought twice about it but what the fuck is this yeah this ain't the instructions to crash come on that man and it set up there for two three years right Ooh, this is Ooh, that was scary white woman's love impossible white woman of the day come welcome on. to the cookout 
you know what i now this one i will i will welcome to the cookout mm-hmm. all right let's uh get into some games all right just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody all right see who's fucking with us vile comments about Meghan markle are found on kensington palace's instagram you don't Mm. uh racist comments about Meghan markle are littering kensington palace's official instagram site one message even appears to threaten her on a video of Meghan and prince harry in new zealand during that tour a contributor writes soon it will be me who is next to harry and megsy will be gone these white women are crazy for this dude they is crushed the message is followed by six emoji images of a kitchen knife other foul posts accuse the duchess of bleaching her skin to look whiter calling her tacky and trashy another another message references the ghetto uh despite the palace officials monitoring the site which has seven million followers many comments have remained uncensored for up to a week wow what are y'all really maintaining then what are y'all monitoring some followers have appealed to the palace to take down the the abuse claiming they find it upsetting media lawyer yari cohen said targeting the duchess via her official page could increase the severity of any possible offense because the person posting the comments is assuming to a degree that she megan is going to be reading it kensington palace refused to comment last night yeah i hope she's not seeing that shit but i mean she's got to be seeing some of the response and reaction come on i know she probably knew what she was getting into somewhat but come on man this is so ridiculous because she married that dude now she good luck to her man i think she's pregnant too now so Mm -hmm. you know let's just add stress on top of everything else going on over there i am um like i said i think a lot of those people have been crushed uh they've always been crushed because you know that was the bachelor you know the person that everybody was like hey and he settled down and everybody was like what the fuck is this well i gotta go one step further karen i, I kind of disagree with you this is specifically because she's a black woman oh yes 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 yes, yes i yes. feel like they aren't doing this to the other white women that are married into that family no they're not the doing his that, brother's wife like this yeah like the fact that they haven't seemed to need to monitor everything like this before yeah you let them go after his brother's wife that'd have been like they'd have been showing up and knocking on their fucking doors what right. did you say about her yeah so i gotta say a hundred you oh yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah i don't I, yeah fuck out yeah and it's is and people wonder what like with her daddy and her white family cutting the fucking food they not helping nope uh speaking of vanilla kings michelle williams who you may know from destiny child mm-hmm. she is apparently doing her own series on own whereas her and her uh she's engaged to a man named chad johnson who is a white man okay. who's like a pastor they are 
saving themselves for marriage uh they're abstaining from from sex um until they can get married okay and they've decided to make it like its own show a reality tv show uh, i guess they haven't been uh dating that long but now they're in couples counseling and okay. you know how reality tv is kind of like the whole process is they're kind of playing out for the public so they put out a clip to promote the show um and it was a argument that they had that apparently got a little uncomfortable because race came up and he did not like that shit and i mean she's a black woman so how have you all been communicating this week communication this week has been good until last night we had a disagreement i said something to him on the lines of well chat because you are not black you would not understand why i communicate the way i do maybe because you didn't grow up around a lot of black people and so that was very very offensive to chat he talked about a moment of how i said it's because i'm black and you're white now been good uh, until didn't mean to do that uh so um the i did not I have not watched the full show so i don't know the whole context of the argument and i guess they didn't film the argument they just filmed them talking about it right someone who did watch the show told me that it was because she he 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 didn't like her rolling her neck and you know like showing kind of attitude or whatever and she said well this is how black women communicate like we get angry we we have certain characteristics and maybe it's coming off more more aggressive to you because you haven't been around you weren't around this and that's valid yeah i don't find that to be such a a outlandish thing i know no being married to karen uh i can tell sometimes when people haven't been around black women or or women like karen because sometimes they'll think karen is much more intense than she's been (laughs) yes i had to realize that sometimes i come off extremely intense when that's not my uh intentions right so um so all right we'll continue on very very offensive to chad he talked about a moment of how i said it's because i'm black and you're white and you don't know how black people talk so he didn't like that this is going to be an important thing for us to talk about the issue of race yeah and figuring out what's race and what's individual that's true yeah okay so chad tell me what your honest thoughts are to me it doesn't matter if you're black white green yellow it doesn't matter if you know that the other person was like i didn't like the way you said that then seek to find some understanding as to why that person didn't like what you said you know and let's keep that the issue not pull in all these other things because then it feels like you're just trying to cut you know and so Mm right so um on the one hand i can understand how it hurts when you're dating somebody or gonna marry them in this case and they tell you like something is beyond your understanding and too bad you know because part of a part of relationships especially romantic ones feels like everyone has an obligation to make sure that they are understood and that we are on the same page and when somebody just says well you just can't understand this and leaves it at that um there can be something to that where somebody might feel left out or hurt the other thing is um just because black women do something it doesn't make michelle right so she could have said or done something fucked up and he could have been like whoa that's fucked up that you just did that and then she could have just said well that's because i'm black and he 
and he could be like well then don't you still don't get to do that you know that it kind of depends on the context of the thing uh of, of the discussion correct correct and a lot of it has to do with communication communication is key here because if i tell you something is because i'm black i should be able to logically explain to you why even though you might not be able to understand i might be talking to you in a in, in a way that only black people might understand but at least i'm giving you some form of explanation other than just telling you because i'm black because on some situations that's not a valid answer right um and because it's just kind of always a deal breaker in most conversations between two adults if you just hit somebody with like because it's like okay well you've checked out of this conversation and now i don't want to be involved right and sometimes i have to remember how people talk to each other very differently than me and you do right and so you know just his response was like were you really trying to hear her out right um so and then it feels like you're just trying to push further away but and and this is not to justify but yesterday when we had the disagreement he says did you take your meds today now that but wait wait that was dr tama i would never go there and i apologize but you shouldn't go there regardless and i don't think you should ever go there with black and white and it was after she she said again and that's and then and i got mad and i was like did you take your meds today she knows how to cut I'm excited to give you an update about our own YouTube channel. Well, you know, Oprah gonna say something at the end, but um, so then he said that shit about her meds, which I think everybody can agree is off limits. Mm-hmm. And it's a time and a place to address that, and us having this disagreement is not the right time, no place. Right. Um, zero to a hundred. Fifty. Fifty. Uh, I'm gonna say twenty-five, and here's why um this is a facebook meme right them thoughts this is not real like this is conflating two issues not giving us enough context Mm -mm. and making us fill in the blanks in our own minds and then watching people argue with each other it's great promotion for their tv show Mm -hmm. i've been watching black people go off all day about because listen one of black people's favorite pastimes other than not knowing some shit (laughs) i'm a member of that crew is telling you what they not gonna do come on that's like black people's favorite pastimes i i don't know what i don't know and i what i'm not gonna do is and this is one of those what i'm not gonna do moments because every black person that saw this immediately jumped to like his people were taking pictures of his family who looked like they were wearing overalls and yes no no i'm just going oh like so they said they would start attacking his family yeah his family is he got like his grandpa wearing overalls and shit people's like they look racist uh this ain't it sis uh save yourself you in the sunken place like black people love to dunk on somebody when they are in an interracial relationship and that white person makes any level of faux pas at all it's like ooh, i wouldn't i tell you what i wouldn't deal with so i feel like it's a facebook meme everybody was going off on tangents that really weren't necessarily the specific to the situation great and you do need more details and you do need to actually hear the conversation and hear the the nuance that goes behind this because it's a lot of people in interracial relationships that know how to talk to their partner and know how to talk to their mate and understand they understand they know what they don't know on both sides you know i don't understand this you don't understand this i'm here to look to, i'm open to learning you should be open to learning if we're going to get past this because the thing is particularly once you um 
have people from different cultures and different backgrounds you got to love me and my people and i got to love you and your people yeah but so this is the thing like people often talk about interracial relationships and everybody talks about what they wouldn't tolerate in an interracial relationship and yeah i've seen a lot of that going up and down people do a lot of like uh i don't know how people do this i don't know this is the problem but male privilege is a thing already so even when you're dealing with same race intra-racial relationships there's still some hurdles to get over because you're two separate people trying to come together right and so uh, having a black man doesn't necessarily protect you from still some moments that can be fucked up i think willingness to uh overcome them and to talk about them and stuff is what can happen all these two people are is a launching point i don't know either of them Mm-mm. not not in any super personal way the only thing that most people know from these people is from tv mm-hmm. which is a edited chopped down thing what they're trying to do right now is something that i would never try to do which is monetize uh my relationship in a way that was for entertainment purposes over um the actual relationship like like it's more important to have a hit tv show for them than for them to have a successful marriage correct you know and they put that shit out there on tv and it's not designed for like it it would be bad editing if they gave us a clip that gave us that made us come away from this like oh i can kind of see where they're coming from yeah and the thing is it's designed uh but like this when you're open like that you the internet has no roofs so when you open like that you're going to be dealing with the internet and the internet does not care yeah i mean um he's already a religious dude so you know the hang-ups that come with that mm-hmm. he's white the hang-ups that come with that um i don't know what kind of gospel he does he could be doing prosperity preaching for all the fuck i know i don't know but it just feels like the 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 whole point of this is to make us fill in the gaps and argue with each other and Correct. i don't have to do that and i don't feel that um convicted to do it Mm-mm. so i'm just gonna give it a 25 um a black model zoe bethel dubbed a racist because she went to that young black leader con- leadership conference in dc mm-hmm. with all the maga hat wearing peoples mm-hmm. and she was out there representing and uh people found out about it so she's reportedly been fired and dubbed a racist by her modeling agency after attending the black leadership summit at the white house last week model zoe bethel was among hundreds of young black uh, Af- americans oh she's right up front too yep uh who attended the washington dc conference hosted by conservative nonprofit turning point usa videos from the summit show to see your supporters cheering and chanting usa 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 as president donald trump entered the room to greet them bethel who posted the photos from the weekend event alongside fellow attendees who were sporting red make america great again hats after returning home the beauty queen was allegedly canned by her modeling agency fellow black conservative candace owens tweeted about the incident saturday calling it a clear stance of political bias and discrimination this is absolutely horrific owens wrote in a tweet accompanied by a screenshot of an email allegedly from bethel's former agency firing her a young woman who attended the ybls summit was released from her modeling contract when she got home for supporting that real donald trump and this administration i'm appalled at this circum- circumstance you know what they ain't doing what are, what are models agencies picking you up baby what are a lot of agencies them other ones Mm-hmm. No, no, anybody beating your dough down because you went to the- i'm surprised victoria's secrets didn't hit her up come on she must be too black for them 
because you know they put the fat shun in fashion um well they looked across them pictures do you know any of these niggas i think i saw her rocking the runway come on somebody seen her I never seen Black Twitter say side work on coons before. Right? It's a, it's a new day. Anybody can get it. Coon edition. Get the strap. Shit. I didn't know coons got it. Mm. Her model agency was like, because it's too many people across the board. Even white people is like, we don't fuck with Donald Trump, so no ma'am. In a screenshot posted by conservative firebrand, a woman named Ursula Weidman, uh explain the atlanta agency ultimately decided to let her go because of political leanings hey zoe the team has been the team has been talking about your political racist connections and we have decided to release you from your contract we are an agency based on love acceptance and inclusiveness in your current public public persona it's not relative to our brand best of luck with you xx ursula yeah they didn't want to deal with that they didn't want you coming back in there people asking questions they don't know who how many of the people that sponsored them and all that shit gonna be like um yeah um i don't i don't want to deal with you because she's there this is despicable someone get this girl a new con- agency and contract one woman wrote zoe don't let this discourage you other better opportunities to come to your life this girl is absolutely stunning it's clearly an intelligent free thinker another chimed in these ain't nothing but russian bots you know it beauty and brains i suspect she'll be just fine she's a victim not a victim regardless there should be legal recourse against this agency for discrimination the agency ursula wyman models didn't respond to requests for comment Mm-mm. yeah my favorite wow wow i'm sorry i just looked at the picture of these black people and boy if there wasn't an advertising for the sunken place it really looks like a cartoon mm-hmm it does like how you got a picture where everybody in the pictures are mean like it like literally if you like pick each one of them out you could you could literally do a mean literally every last one of these people looks scary it's like they got all the just all the the reject black people in one place oh this girl with the blonde hair oh that's so unfortunate right but when you're a coon where you supposed to get your hair done um now the thing with the model chick though that i was gonna say i find interesting if she would have been a democrat the same people calling her beautiful would be like this ugly monkey baboon yes sir same people that think michelle obama is 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 ugly and fat and shit calling this woman beautiful clearly because she's standing in a sea of racist black people who hate themselves as long as you standing in that sea of self-hate they will tell you how fucking great you are the second you, to the end of time the second you step out they, they're like you ugly bitch we never liked you anyway mm, they'll tell you that today passed them some rules to kill you like they're killing everybody else right they are on instagram talking about how fine she is and then as soon as they log out there like i bet you gotta tell uh zero to 100 karen zero she lost her job yeah i got zero i don't care um and i mean look i get what y'all saying oh no a black person lost a job i don't care Mm-mm. i don't root for coons it's just what it is I d- no i do not i'm sorry i know <laughs> i don't root for what's that crew salt and pepper beating potatoes whatever you want to call that that dynamic duo that have been out there bouncing around for trump 
rice and gravy i don't go for them two chicks either yeah i don't root for golden mouth uh, no I don't, I don't fuck with coat or 45 and i'm definitely not rooting for these motherfuckers no Mm-mm. um mahershala ali calls vigo mortensen's use of the n-word hurtful oh that's sad i like vigo i wonder what he did it must have been something messed up i know they got a movie coming out together um what's the name of that movie i think it's called the green book i've never heard of it well i've seen the trailer for it it's the one where he makes a joke about eating fried chicken or something and he's like i i've never eaten fried chicken in my life you ever that, seen that okay yes okay i know where y'all now i've seen like maybe one two previews for it mortensen used the word on wednesday night in the arc light at the arc light cinemas hollywood during a conversation moderated by film independent pro, uh, programmer elvis mitchell mortensen was speaking about cyclical and generational use of hate speech according to several audience members in attendance the use of the n-word he used the n-word specifically as an example of a speech that is no longer common in conversation in the subsequent apology he said although my intention was to speak strongly against racism i have no right to even imagine the hurt that it caused by hearing that word in any context especially from a white man i do not use the word in private or in public i'm very sorry that i did use the word full word last night and will not utter it again Marshall Ali responded on Friday by saying, however well-intended or intellectual the conversation may have been, it wasn't appropriate for Vigo to say the N-word. He has made it clear to me that he's aware of this and apologized profusely immediately following the Q&A with Elvis Mitchell. Knowing his intention was to express that removing the N-word from your vocabulary doesn't necessarily disqualify a person as a racist or participating in actions or thoughts that are bigoted, I can accept and embrace his apology. I mean, his apology. Um, so what I assume Vigo said was something to the to like look donald trump is racist a lot of people are still racist just because they're not going around and saying nigger doesn't make them not racist that's my guess is it was his pretty much his paraphrasing his wording mm-hmm. um and he still apologized because you know uh some people took offense to him saying it at all even in the uh you even know academic that, context right right what do you think zero to a hundred I understand how people get up, upset, uh, but context means things to me, you know. Um, and it was not like he was going around talking about, well, these niggers. Mm-hmm. He was using it in, in, in a context. He could have said N-word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could have. Um, uh, I, I think that his apology was fine. You know, we, we live in a society where uh no apologies good enough right right so there's nothing he would have said that would have made people change their minds like i said context context means a lot to me in this particular situation he wasn't saying it as a punchline he wasn't saying you know what i'm saying like he was mm-hmm. just saying what it is and sometimes in certain situations people are so afraid of the word period that they don't even allow you to use it in the right context when it's actually appropriate to actually say it and use it in its full term so that you can actually have a full understanding of what they're saying um and so i purposely don't think he was being racist it's just me my my personal opinion well you are giving your personal opinion karen uh yeah i don't think he was being racist or anything like that i think that you know for public relations and all that stuff you you got you got to jump through the hoops and all that stuff so i i guess i give it a 25 i mean but i personally ain't that fucked with uh yeah um 
ali went on to say an excellent and poignant thought was unfortunately overshadowed by voicing the word in its fullness which for me is always hurtful the use of the word within the black community has long been debated and its uses should continue to be examined within the black community the use of the word by those who aren't black is not up for debate the history of discrimination slavery pain oppression and violence that the word has come to symbolize only causes harm to members of the black community and therefore needs to be left in the past yeah, because there's a difference between you saying something and it's hateful. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, but I don't think he was using this in a hateful manner. I think some people are like, you use it at all? Nah. Yeah, I personally am 0% fucked with, right, but right. I just don't get fucked with by, I, I, I get, and I get why people do. This is not, you know, I, but for me, I don't, I'm not one of those people that gets fucked with by the idea that a white person said the N word. I care about the context of it and right if they said it in an academic fashion i probably would not be offended that's just the way now they don't have to they can say the n-word or whatever i mean we listen to people talk all the time they don't say it and you know my hope is that they don't say it you know to be honest but at the same time i understand that the word like some people are going to say the full word and some aren't um and there's and there's there's reasons for both ways Mm-hmm. so people feel like it's fucked up to then to make you say it in your head by being like the n-word and you say nigga for them um and there's people like mahershala ali that don't want you to say it at all which you know i completely understand and that's why if i was a white person i just try to err on the side of not saying it i've had to come up with that for uh words that my privilege allows me to uh to to like it turns into a bad word for me to say you know so there's words i've had to come up and there's some words that i'm like nope not letting that one go you know so it's an individual choice but clearly mortensen offended ali and that wasn't his point and he did apologize so you know what that means drums please (laughs) come on down my nigga don't say it back though vigo don't say it back is that my n-word somebody get this man a plate of ribs i know he can't wait you know that n-word like that good macaron cheese you be making mop mm-hmm. what's up my ninja <laughs> come get you some of these ham hawks all right um <laughs> All right. I changed my score to zero. All right, you don't have, I hear you. Like I said, I wasn't fucked with, but I feel bad that Ali was fucked with. To be honest, but right, and that's why I gave it a twenty-five. But I'm, but but for me, I'm good. I'm like the context matters to me. Yeah, and I and like I said, if I was white, I probably would just err on the side of caution and not say it myself because you don't know who's Ali and you don't know who's me until you have until you do it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um and even i have a limit like it's still some shit that i would be like man you didn't have to say that shit correct you know like i prefer you not to do it so you know you would just have to hit the right like if he like if i was at a panel and he said that i would probably not be offended but if he was in my house and he said like shame on the nigga that tried to run game on the nigga i'd be like yeah yeah, i don't give a fuck what the fucking lyrics say vigo we would have a problem like i said context means things yeah so all right let's go to uh guess the race um where's my guess the race music now 
now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going on across podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room to guess the race and karen plays along and everyone's racist all right a zookeeper accused of a murder for hire plot also accused of killing tigers and selling cubs what oklahoma city a former oklahoma zookeeper and candidate for governor Oh. sky's the limit come on the limit is the sky for some people already accused in a murder for hire plot has been indicted on 19 new counts accused accusing him of killing tigers and selling tiger cubs good god 19 a federal grand jury unsealed the charges wednesday against 19 year old joseph maldano passage oh well did he do one forever you of his life he's 55 so oh no. he's 55 okay i just said he was 55 years old um he is known joseph maldano passage is also known as joe exotic and formerly operated a zoo in winewood oklahoma maldano passage ran unsuccessfully for oklahoma governor this year he was indicted in september for allegedly trying to hire someone to kill the operator of a florida-based animal sanctuary he pleaded not guilty oh so somebody here trying to save the animals and he put a hit out on them yep the new charge i mean he is doing the opposite so he was on brand (laughs) the new charges accuse him of killing five tigers in october 2017 and selling the offerings to sell tiger cubs in violation of the endangered species act who is he gonna sell these to i don't think you're able to have one as a pet i'm assuming drug lords like drug lords and uh rich boxers those are the people i think are in the tiger buying market Mm, come on guess the race care white karen's going with white let's see what the chat room has to say for joe exotic white italia caucasian white still holding a lifelong grudge against michael towards michael vick <laughs> oklahoma dundee white oklahoma dundee white Aww. crocodile dundee white big boys on law and order uh black big lip rapper crikey white and the correct answer is and most of you guys said the same thing i believe all you said the same thing y'all got it white like he was doing all his business up front and partying in the rear where he sold the cubs oh he looked like a wrestler uh he looked like something i don't know oh, i don't neck tattoos what what oh what is happening here what kind of governor was he gonna be that's what i want to know like i don't know about that um <laughs> he looked like he was like you give love a bad name <laughs> he what the hell is this he definitely does uh let's see um how about this one the worst maid ever drank my booze wrecked my home and passed out on the floor uh a brooklyn woman expected a speak and span home when she hired a cleaning company to tidy up her williamsburg pad instead the maids trashed her apartment ate her ice cream and guzzled her booze and one of them even passed out drunk on the kitchen floor 
i hired two ladies from joanna's cleaning service in brooklyn and they didn't clean a thing just drank all my liquor and fucked up my home said genevieve snow 29 years old in a now viral facebook rant posted on monday my roommate came home to one of them blacked out face down in the kitchen and the other one long gone my spice rack was smashed my marble coffee table upended which smashed a stone bowl keys were gone booze was gone and chocolate ice cream left on the sofa now snow says she's out of pocket more than 400 dollars for the damage and added insult to injury when she asked for reimbursement the company tried to explain it all the way with a side story that the slosh sweeper's husband had just left her and her teen daughter was knocked up Mm-mm, i give zero fucks uh <laughs> i don't care snow snow says call out cancel put somebody else on the job bitch some people will avoid accountability at all costs it's never their fault <clears throat> there's always some somehow not their fault like what i did was reasonable because my life is personal you know how expensive liquor is in some parts of the country and you out here just guzzling it down uh snow says that she used brooklyn based join a cleaner service for the occasional spruce up date back 2013 and email her most recent contact at the business a woman identifying herself as joanna uh for august 27th job she let the two maids in that day before heading to work leaving 180 dollars plus a 60 dollar tip damn but one of her housemates woke up a few hours later to find the cleaner sitting on their couch eating <laughs> i wake up to this this is airbnb for them boy they say this vacation Ooh, 200 something dollars just to go and lay in this lady's house girl turn on the view uh you know when you are not supposed to be doing something people jerk up really quickly they did that so they ain't know somebody else is in the house right they they didn't check first the christ the roommate Kristen nepomocino 28 who then went off to her job at soul cycle but then when she returned home at 5 30 it was a very different scene the house is a mess one maid was nowhere to be seen the other was passed out on the floor next to the smash spikes rack i walked in see bare feet she is literally lying there she left the apartment and hard called the cops and when they all returned the maid was awake sitting on the couch digging into a pint of ice cream what she's licking the ice cream and hammered beyond hammer she drank a whole bottle of broker's gin and most of the Ooh, bottle of kettle good good god is that liver still functioning <laughs> the nypd confirmed what cops. did she blow a 10 what the fuck is this the nypd confirmed the cops went to the apartment to send a drunk woman from there to the hospital uh snow says they didn't take a report however telling her the cleaners hadn't committed any crimes and said take it to civil court how's that not a crime i guess uh, they ain't break in snow fired off an angry email uh to joanna asking to be reimbursed um and <laughs> the woman kept trying to wiggle out of paying claiming the passed out maid was having family problems <laughs> she shouldn't have came my ass to work <laughs> dog what yeah she a good one because honey she'd have met the wrong one that'd have put them hands on on they'd have fucked everybody in there up i understand what you're trying to say but she was on her period it was a tuesday and you know tuesday after payday is normally when she gets to see her child but he was out of town so she didn't get to pick him up this weekend so i can't give you your 400 dollars back i'm sorry her husband left her after 19 years marriage and that day when she was cleaning your apartment she had the phone call that her teenage daughter is pregnant she wrote an email shared with the post you should have left my house oh my god they flipped a motherfucking coffee table over oh my god 
she couldn't stop her emotions and that's why she used the alcohol that's never happened before but you drinking my shit go buy your own shit get fucked up on i like what she said that's never happened before like like that would have been okay <laughs> this is only the second time <laughs> uh when when joanna stopped responding all together snow posted about her experience monday with a bad review of joanna's cleaning service on the yelp page that's when a woman identifying herself as joanna sukalowska got in touch claiming her company joanna cleaning service hadn't cleaned her home since 2017 insisted she must have been taken for a ride by uh ulta squats which is another joanna who was a former employee who was fired in 2013 and set up a rival company called joanna's cleaning oh this is some damn inner cleaning drama here we got competing cleaning companies oh 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 so she actually did do it with one company and then somebody fell out and broke off and created a company with a similar name yeah i have nothing to hide sokolowska said she told the post uh the other woman uh joanna o will call her was working with us an independent worker she left and opened her company i'm 100 percent sure it was her snow says it's possible a former employee stole her information took her for a ride but notes that joanna o first got in contact with her in 2016 when she emailed joanna's cleaning service listed email address about getting some cleaning done she can't find an address for either joanna and just wants to know where she can send a bill or a lawsuit the end goal is find the address to sue the business if there was really are two joanna cleaning services i want to know who owns them both and where they are registered the number listed for joanna's cleaning service was disconnected when the post called monday i bet it fucking was and joanna o did not respond to requests for comment via email guess the race of the maid black black all right let's check the chat room see what you guys believe the race of the maid was uh that's too long trey i'm just reading one of these uh lindsey lohan's adopted sister white uh you can't lead tequila out around latinas jamaican white latina uh right white they clean out your liquor and fridge what more did you want the maid was latina newly broke white her 13 year old daughter is on her second kid latinx oh what's her name again her we don't have the name of the maid we just know she was passed out and i have a picture of her passed out on the ground all right the correct answer is karen you went with what black yes the correct answer is white can't believe anyone missed this one that was white women behavior all the way from every person in this entire story uh some people got it and uh here's some pictures of that's the person who hired them she walked into that foolishness yep look the spice rack is slammed on the ground it just fell down and she laying next to it she clearly knocked that watermelon down that's the trash is on its side what the fuck and then down here she flipped the damn coffee table over there's a box on the floor there's debris underneath the couch and then there's a fucking open pint of ice cream sitting on the couch damn they ain't clean shit Mm-mm. yeah i understand her oh yeah i will be caught yeah somebody gonna get this bill all right last story uh let me go to the bonus round double the points and 
and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and a bonus round to guess the race so far karen is one and one let's see how she finishes all right a woman who ordered more than sixteen hundred dollars of girl scout cookies for her daughter's troop is arrested white all right karen's going with white um a woman from ohio has been caught with her hand in the cookie jar literally noelle hines 31 allegedly accepted a large order of girl scout cookies to sell for her daughter's girl scout troop in march but when it came time for the bill to be paid the girl scouts of western ohio claimed they never received a payment girl scout officials said police uh and police uh say that they then tried to contact Hines several times over a period of six months but they were never successful in reaching her in order to retrieve the 1600 dollars they were owed what happened to the cookies i assume they got eight care apparently say all the samoans all the thin mints she's an evil person apparently this woman's a real cookie monster She was just going to sit and watch the cookie crumble. Yep. She's skating on real thin mints. <laughs> um, so then um, Girl Scout officials and police said they'd hired to contact her uh six months they got a lot of patience that's the way the cookie crumbles the north hill police wrote on a ah! facebook post oh my god do you work for the police you the feds can i'm not i, I claim i'm not earlier this week hines was arrested for unrelated charges and charged with theft at a north college hill mayor's court the count the cookies according to the girl scouts of america cookie manual are four dollars each making hines responsible for around 400 boxes of cookies from her daughter's local troop the girl scouts of western ohio said the situation regarding theft in the troop are infrequent and unfortunate when we have evidence that an adult misuses troop funds we purposely we pursue rigorously and then uh when appropriate contact law enforcement to recover as much money uh for the troop as possible this is not something we take lightly so maybe they sold the cookies and she kept the money that's possible okay so okay sound like they sold so they okay that makes sense they sold all the cookies she got the money and she didn't get them the money mm-hmm. they was like hey doll uh yeah y'all had 400 boxes of cookies we were out 1600 dollars yeah sorry she had a real chocolate chip on her shoulder <laughs> sorry <laughs> all right can guess the race you sticking with white i'm sticking with white all right everyone else in the chat guess the race of noel hines you know when it comes to this cookie game shit ain't sweet um let's see i guess they find out who really was a nutcase um let's see what they say white they spent most of the money ate some ate some of the cookies this is some black shit (laughs) what is criminal for 200 alex white hella white she's black she's behind lemon bars (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> white macadamia nut this is a white crime white thin white mint sister with a scam white cookie mobster uh, sounds like everybody split on this some people saying white some people saying black like some oreos the correct answer is and karen you yes. missed it she's black oh 
Some of you did get it. Okay, I'll take that in. Yeah, she's black and she looked like her face in her mugshot says, I ate the damn cookies. Now what? <laughs> yes, I ate them. Yes, I ate they cookies. And she sure do. She like, I ate every fucking box. What? Right. I, I mean, tried to sell them i gave him i just had a discount a zero percent <laughs> i had a hundred percent discount how was i to know we couldn't put oh, them I was supposed to pay you back for these cookies <laughs> <sighs> that's hilarious i don't mind getting that one wrong mm-hmm um all right sword ratcheting is what we talk about that has swords and how we need to have some more sword laws on the books and sword regulations enforced because they out here doing all kinds of shit they are clay yeager who said he witnessed joshua why did this disappear uh right, let's wait for this article to come back up must be an ad or some shit gosh darn it making such good time too Mm-mm-mm. we'll see we'll see um all right clay yeager said he witnessed joshua wills arrest tuesday said you bring a knife to a gunfight that's pretty stupid yeager said <laughs> it all started when he was asleep in his truck and heard some commotion he said i heard drop the knife and was like what the heck secret service had the guns drawn cops had the guns drawn then there was this guy with a samurai sword investigator said yeager's referring to joshua wills 29 officer said the st albans police department were called out tuesday to assist secret service agents who had been in contact with wills for some time leading up to his arrest authorities haven't gotten into much detail but they do say wills was making threatening statements towards president trump oh and he got him jager said it wasn't the Ah! kind of situation what you see every day he was demonstrating how good he was with the sword by chopping up his firewood and telling them about how many competitions he won in black belt things well, when you say black belt things doesn't make ah, it sound very professional sir right uh officers added that wills was quickly becoming very emotional and agitated oh god at first i thought he was tweaking on meth or something he kept pacing back and forth talking about his second amendment rights and the right to bear arms it's like that's not an arm dude that's a sword yeah well let him chop you with it see how you feel officer said they told wills put the sword down several times but he pointed it at him that's when they tell us they took him down we heard we heard shots from a shotgun a beanbag thing dude went down they got him investigators tell us they had they used several less than lethal rounds after a brief struggle so guess the race white yep they were able to get him in custody wills is facing a number of charges including brandishing a weapon disorderly conduct obstructing and possession of meth now he's in south regional county jail these white dudes do not know how to act once they get a sword no they don't out here trying to do the lord's work but still i'm sorry okay i guess uh that woman from the last door should have let him tag along (laughs) (laughs) daddy got together did little do-si-do 
looks like he was tree foiled again <laughs> guess the race samoas <laughs> all right guys we'll be back tomorrow thank you so much for listening we appreciate y'all until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.